Hi, I'm Will. You might remember me from such podcast sayings as Will, please cut that out, or Will, roll them. Today I've got some bonus content for you. It's a conversation, or conversations, between Nick and Diantha that I cut out from episode 412 of The Good, The Bad and The Geeky. I just thought it was too long, it was too much of a tangent, even by our standards. So I'm bringing it to you today as a little bonus episode, some bonus content. Don't forget to check out The Good, The Bad and The Geeky on your social media of choice. And here we go. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. did you like the end of, did you like the last few seasons of The Office? Because the last episode of The Office was really good. Yeah. But kind of leading up to it, I really thought they just kind of shit all over Andy. Because Andy is not Michael Scott. Yeah. And they, I felt like they pushed him into that position. Because I really think that if Michael was there, that would have been his ending. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would have been with Amy still, but he would, was that, was that her name? I can't remember. The actress's so name bad. is Amy, I think, as well. But um, which, by the way, she's in this movie. She is. She is. But we're going to talk about in Amy a second. Ryan. Oh Amy Ryan. Amy Ryan. No, no, that's 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 who it was. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the actress's name. But I forget the character's name. I thought her name was Amy too. I, I can't remember. Um, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, because it was the. I just remember I never geeked out more and shipping someone. Because we already knew Michael liked her, yeah. but when she started doing the Yoda voice back to him, and you're just like, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh my god, she could be just as weird as him, but she's a little bit smarter and aware of what's going on around her yeah. than he does. Yeah. But I really do feel like he would have been the one that like would have had that he would have the one that would have tried out for the singing competition or some kind of competition on TV. Yeah. A- Andy is the singing part, I yeah. get that, but and somehow he's embarrassed or they released the first season and then that's what gets him fired mm-hmm. because Michael does some pretty unintentional horrible things and that would kind of shame him and then the question is would he show up in the wedding and then he did. But in this case it's like no no, Andy's the pariah and I'm just like I'm sorry, I really wanted to see Aaron and Andy get together because they were totally going down that path. Michael left, James Spader left, all the other people left, and then it became Andy, and then they just went, nope. And I'm like, no! (laughs) What the... I I just... That's my only complaint with The Office. Yeah. Uh, I did have to stop watching it, though, (laughs) during that time because I was just like... Actually, I just remember the last episode I watched is where Andy did the musical where he was a sailor yes. and it's kind of funny but it was just so I was like I can't handle that this yeah. is like season two cringy yeah. and like I just had gotten comfortable with not cringing in every episode of The Office in a good way yeah. and I was like I think I just need to check out <laughs> and and then I was like I'll come back in the last season and I, and I, and, and I did it's it, so funny I was so uh, like I'm like when Michael Scott left or when yeah. Steve Carell left I thought he is the office like if the office were a personality it would it's michael scott and i just thought oh and then and then no you're right and i'm trying then, to impersonate him like with my face because he his faces sometimes were just like okay yeah it was just so <laughs> like um, or, yeah and, and then of course there's jim's look to the cameras as well but yes. michael scott was usually it was just more like a 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Face. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to roll with it, which is the worst thing he should ever do because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, sorry, what were you going to say? Well, yeah, well, for and when they said, "Well, it's going to be James Spader," and I was like, "Oh, Robert I was like, I was like, okay, I." I will allow it because I think James Spader is James Spader is a magnificent bastard. Robert California. Okay, well that's the other thing too. I just wish they would have kept him. It's like if they would have kept him where yeah. he was at, yeah, and then have him show because like that whole interview process was the best ever of yeah. just Jim going. Uh, uh, it was like here's what's going to happen. You're probably going to hire me, mm-hmm. mm. like because he has a weird James Spader doesn't do a, the pauses as much as Jeff Goldblum, but he has the same kind of timber in his voice, but it's a little bit more f- confidence. And mm-hmm. yeah, well, Jeff Goldblum just feels like he's tripping on acid and telling you what comes into his mind. Mm, uh, pinky in the brain. Uh, ooh, 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 jazz, jazz. <laughs> and, but, but James Spader's like, pinky in the brain, jazz. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. Hire me. Well, we have a joke, yeah. we have yeah. a joke in our house where, because it happened, because it happened once, the joke got proliferated. And my, I, and this might be too much information, but <laughs> if it ends up being after you say it, just say to cut it, and we'll, and we'll, we'll cut it. Yeah. Well, okay. I was I was with my mom, and she doesn't listen to the show, so it's okay. She was she was just kind Always of a good she was kind of in the kitchen. She was like, and she was visiting at my, when we used to live in Galway, and she was like, and that's unimportant information. And she was like, why am I? Fe- I feel like turned on right now. And I was like, well, James Spader's on the TV right now. And she goes, that's it. And I mean, because every, James Spader is because kind of... every time James Spader gets mentioned, my mom goes, ooh. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that's the joke. Like, if you're just suddenly turned on for no apparent reason, James Spader must be talking somewhere and you don't really, and you're being subliminally dominated or you just don't realize it. So not as embarrassing as that. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it's not, it's not really embarrassing. It's very natural. Yeah. Uh, my wife doesn't do the same exact thing but like she'll always watch a Kevin Costner movie because <laughs> she doesn't know what it is but it's just like there's something about him that like he's one of my favorite actors like oh. even when the movie is shit <laughs> like Man of Steel not a good movie but she was just like he's, he plays Paul Kent and then and yeah. she yeah now so she doesn't do that though is that is, so that's what she's doing on the inside I'm sure probably I don't know because <laughs> I feel like my wife is would be comfortable enough to me like ooh <laughs> but like she, I, I it's just more like matter of fact there's that dog movie did they show you the trailer for the dog movie where he plays the dog driving in the rain or whatever no but I think I know what mo- I think I saw that trailer already. yeah it's with Peter from Heroes and uh, what's the big show right now that the, the family show where like he, he ended up dying and it's like they do flashbacks of how him and Mandy Moore, whatever I can't think of his name, but uh, I don't know if I know. I just know him. I know him as oh, he was in Gilmore Girls. He played Jesse. Okay, yeah, that guy. I forget the name of the show, but it's pretty much the the new Parenthood without, but way more fucking sappy and emotional. Um, there's, which there's nothing wrong with that. I watched Parenthood from start <laughs> to finish, and it was just heartbreakingly good. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know if I can do it again. I tried. Watching some of it again with my wife because I forgot some of the shit that happened in a yeah and I'm just like oh this is wait am I getting it mixed up no no this is good this is good and then I had to walk away at one point because I was like nope too many feels going on and I've already I'm not in a mood to feel things right now um, no Spader Spader is amazing um, <laughs> like he has one of my favorite jokes in Age of Ultron. And I don't I don't remember what it, what it is off the top of my head but like I I quoted it incessantly. <laughs> after that movie came out and it's when he's talking to the twins 
and he's he's rambling about something. He's like, "What would you call that?" Oh, I know. And he just like, but it's like a, a dick thing to say. And it's just, but because Spader's saying it, it just sounds so good. Yeah. You're um, like, I'm all right. It's like, I'm okay with that. I'm not. Insulting. It's like if Loki said it, Tom Hiddleston said it, you're just like, that's okay. That's why that movie's so insulting in, in that I didn't mind the movie. I actually enjoy Age of Ultron a lot more than other people seem to give it credit for. Mm-hmm. But like, you love Spader as that character mm-hmm. and you don't really, like Loki, you had another movie with him. And you know what? He lives, yeah. and you you'll get another movie with him. Yeah. And granted, you think he dies at the end of that other movie, which is not the greatest movie, uh, Dark World. I rewatched it recently after Endgame, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, this is not as good as I remember. But like, it's the same thing. You're just like, I really just wanted more James Spader. Like, even if like it's just like, what if Vision let him go? Maybe. Ooh. Oh my gosh, conspiracy theory. James Spader de- seems to do that. He just wasn't in the office enough, and he wasn't in the Isn't Marvel that... U enough. Maybe he does on a purpose. He just leaves you wanting a little more. Now, sadly, he does has done too much blacklist, though, <laughs> which is the exact opposite. Well, no, that's the thing. Pretty in Pink, he did that. Mm-hmm. And then he... I think he shied away from doing movies like that, which broke everybody's heart back then. Because I literally just remember him... Like, literally, my brain just goes, Pretty in Pink... Mm-hmm. Stargate Wolf. And I know he did tons more stuff in that time. He was the only reason why I watched Boston Legal. Do you remember that show? Oh, yeah, yeah, which started as private practice. Yeah. And he came in as a guest star, and so did William Shatner, Denny Crane. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, that show revitalized the Shat's career. Yep. William Shatty. I've been re-watching all of the original Star Trek. He was a hunk. Gotta, it's got to be said. It's been a while since I've watched uh, him. Star Trek? Mm-hmm. You know, but here's the weird thing is that being that I know he's an asshole in yeah. real life, it does kind of take some of the the charm from that. Well, no, yeah. my problem is, and I know they have no budget to do it, which is why I'm not on It's All Been Trek that often, because I'd probably just be complaining about the same thing every episode. It's like, oh, God, it's a yay. It's another civilization from our past somehow <laughs> where like, what is it? It's it's so there's a joke in Futurama where they make fun of the Twilight Zone mm-hmm. where it's like. I've created the most terrible weapon of all. And all of a sudden it comes out and it's like, it's man. Like, it's like r- right away. I kind of feel like that's how every episode of of Star Trek sometimes goes, which is, it's like, we never learn, you never learn how to read. Why? It's like, but we have a sacred document. Well, have you read the sacred document? We don't know how to read. You don't know how to read. And then you read it. It's like, it's the, it's the constitution or whatever. We, the people in order to form a more perfect, you're like, the fuck. (laughs) And then you watch another episode and it's the same thing, but they're in the wild west or they're robbing banks or whatever. Now, granted, that is actually a good episode. And anyway, it's just like, but it's like, it feels like every episode or there's like the little kids Mm -hmm. where there are no parents. And it's like, who's running this place? That one. It is good, but you're just like, they've kind of done that already. That's a quick segue, though, because you course. said kid with no parents. Do you remember the, it's like the second or third episode of Star Trek, the original series, and it's the kid. And he's he's got all the weird, like, abilities, and it's kind of curious as to where he comes from. And then suddenly these people come and pick him up, and just nothing else is said. There's no. like a theory running around that this little kid was actually a Q. Okay, so what that's interesting because a lot of people think Trelane is a Q. I can but I can see that though. Well, oh, I can too. <laughs> I can too. I, I just find that to be a very fascinating theory because they that's kind of been accepted into 
from lore into kind of continuity mm-hmm. because Peter David did a book called Q Squared. Yeah. Where Trelane. I read Q Squared. Oh my God. One of the few, because I had a, an obsession with Q for a while. So that's oh, why. Uh, dude. That's why I hounded Jimmy incessantly to write Z, which is our version of Q <laughs> in Universe Journey. Well, well and, P- and plus, Peter David also wrote in Zadi. And when I was a teenager, that was the romance I was reading. <laughs> I have that book as well. Because I bought that. It's and steamy. It was I like really it. good. It was. But, and I was like 12 and should not have been reading I know. That. We were like, but maybe I'll go back. Where's that? Then you like know all the page numbers. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, but, I was really more obsessed with real sex on HBO. Yeah, sure. but, but, you know, uh, well, the Trekkie in me. Trekker. The, well, the nice thing about Imzadi, though, is that now like the first couple of episodes make sense in Star Trek The Next Generation because there's a couple of conversations that oh, yeah. Riker and... Troy. Troy have, and you're just like, like, I didn't realize I didn't understand what the hell they were talking about, and then after having read Imzadi, and then I watched the show again, I'm like, oh my god, I know all these references now, the book. It probably, what, what probably happened is Peter David, they only had like so many episodes done, mm-hmm. and he just rewatched them over and over again, <laughs> and he probably did enjoy the show too. Yeah. And then he just kept rewatching and rewatching. I mean, he's like, oh, there's some backstory there. I'll take that line and have it mean something <laughs> in the book. And it's like four chapters. I, yeah. I don't remember it as well. I just remember it just tells their love story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, cause, because I bought that by Peter David, I then bought Q squared and I love Q. Q and then I was just like, who's this other guy? And it was like, why does he look like a pompadour? Or uh, what's his name? The, the candelabra guy. I can't think of his name right now. He's very gay and excellent piano player. Looks flamboyant in the 50s and 60s. Can't think of his name right now, but they had the movie um, The Candelabra or whatever with mm-hmm. Michael Douglas and Matt Damon. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's really going to bug the shit out. <laughs> uh, uh, if only I had a phone. If only so there were a have... device in which... That's literally my answer for everything because my memory is just so bad. <laughs> um, like, no, it's really li- Liberace. Oh, God. See, I, okay, by the way, folks, I just pulled up IMDb. I did not get a chance to type anything in. So <laughs> my brain is still mm, working. Um, yes. <laughs> no, but Liberace, like he, that was, and he was modeled after Liberace mm-hmm. in the show. Um, matter of fact, that's why he even plays like the old timey, com- the piano yeah, or whatever. I remember that. But I just remember like he's a Q and he has no concept of time because he's a Q. Yeah. Um, and also he's like, he still acts like a, he's kind of spoiled as a Q. So like when he shows up, I just remember the whole thing. He's like, where's Kirk? I'm here to get Kirk. Mm-hmm. And, and Picard's like, what are you talking about? This is, this is the enterprise. We did have a captain James T Kirk, but yeah. that was eons ago. He's like, Oh, well I'll just fuck with you then and get my revenge that way. And then then he fucks up with Q mm-hmm. and all kinds of shit and whatever, which is really fascinating. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. I don't think Emma Thompson has ever <laughs> to get, to get <laughs> yeah. it on. Because we have not talked. We've, we've danced around oh, we're the office. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> we're totally recording. No wonder I'm so comfortable. Uh, that, <laughs> and, and then she's like. <laughs> like uh, it's, uh, uh, the, the, uh, gummy bear. Gummy bear. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, so. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> No, that's my favorite line delivered, I think, in any movie is Mystery Man. It's like when Greg Kinnear's superhero realizes that he's going to die. And he's like, ah, ah, dang. And then then he just gets fried. And you're just like, what a horrible last word of of, of before before you die. (laughs) This is like, oh, dang. And it's... (laughs) 
A lot of people, I don't feel, give Greg Kinnear his due. I love Greg Kinnear. I used to watch him on The Soup, and then I watched Brian Henson on The Soup because he went off and did movies. And I would watch... I remember, have you ever seen Sabrina? Oh, yeah. So good. I don't I mean to react, but it's like, ooh. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's a good movie. <laughs> it is a great movie. It's Harrison Ford and Greg Kinnear. Oh, I know. And they're both... You know, I, as a guy, I'm going to say they're they're rather attractive. Yep. Um, and also, Harrison <laughs> Ford is kind of going against type because yeah. he's doing. The, it's, it's he's still in the mumbling thing, but he's doing it with a bow tie. Yeah. And not like an Indiana Jones bow tie, but he has like I have business acumen <laughs> or, whatever, or, whatever, or whatever. And so saying like I know about archaeology, and he points a lot too. Yes. Or he's not walking up and someone and is like. What you did was against the law. It's like it was a clear and present danger, or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. Always finger point. But if you watch that, there's a super cut. He finger points and everything. <laughs> Matter of fact, have you seen uh, Force Awakens? Where he's just like, "Why don't we just use the force and like just blow a bunch of stuff up?" He's like, "That is not how the force <laughs> works." Like he finger points. I was like, a new finger pointing scene. I feel like his his like. There's ragdoll physics to his to his finger because it like it like manipulates. Time, Time and space. And space. <laughs> <laughs> no, be, here's the thing. If Harrison Ford... I, he, I think he does have a sense of humor, but like he gets very... He he openly has said... And I feel like in the last few years, he's gotten better. And I don't know if it's just like he's on drugs. Um, I, I legit don't know. But he... like I remember one time he went on David Letterman. It was that... Uh, submarine movie like U571 or whatever with yeah. Liam Neeson mm-hmm. one, either way one of those submarine movies because Hollywood does two and they face them off like uh, Deep Impact was the meteor Armageddon was the other oh, meteor movie yes. so sometimes they're dueling movies there was, another, there was two sub movies he was in one of them and I just remember he came out and he just spoiled the whole movie he's like well we all die and and, Dave, <laughs> and David Letterman of all people was like D- hey hmm Ooh, do you really think you should have said that? I mean, spoilers. Uh, do you want people to see this movie? Oh yeah, I want people to see the movie. I just... Yeah, but, but it was a very weird conversation. Or he's very standoffish. Like I don't want to fucking be here and fuck <laughs> off. And then you then you learn later. It's like oh, that's his way of having fun is fucking with people. And it's really like I love that. It's funny, <laughs> but like Chris Hardwick's Nerdist podcast, he interviewed Harrison Ford, and he even said he's like. I almost didn't release this. I should have released... Because there, I think it was for Cowboy and Aliens. It was supposed to come out. Or some movie he was publicizing. And I think they released it right when uh, The Force Awakens hit. Mm -hmm. Because he's just like, people always ask me about this. This is one of the worst interviews I've ever done. And it's because Harrison, I think... I don't know. I think he's fucking with me. (laughs) And then by the end of it, I realize that he's fucking with me. (laughs) And by that point, though, I'm already... I'm just a sad fanboy. Because, like, he's just not answering my questions and he's dodging he's making it so hard and because he's a hero of mine and i'm just in pure fanboy mode i i I can't do my job well and it's and if you listen to it it's painful to listen to like you feel really and there are times where he's just like uh uh, well i I hear you like to fly he's not even trying to talk about movies like i hear you like to fly planes he's like yeah what's wrong with that like and he's just like, oh, oh no 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 nothing's wrong it's a it's like a painful interview to hear and the first five ten minutes is like this is funny and then it becomes very heartbreaking <laughs> your opinion on chris hardwick aside it's very it's gut-wrenching audio to listen to and but if you watch him on all other interviews like i i remember right as force awakens came out though mm-hmm. so this had to be cowboy and aliens or something like that 
because Force Awakens, he started being not a dick anymore. Like, he, and I don't know. I think he made a joke one time. He's like, "Yeah, I, I smoke weed before I come out because it, it calms, <laughs> calms me down." down yeah. And, and yeah, and I get that. Well, Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy, mm-hmm. he will drink heavily, like alcohol, like hard liquor, before he goes on stage because he if not he gets nervous. I'm, I mean, when if I'm in big big group of people, like with the radio show, I'm. Oh yeah. I I mean. You have to drink. I have to drink if I'm in a group of people. Now, I just, do you think that's a, just a general social setting, though, thing? Where it's just like, I'm feeling pressure socially to drink. Because I no, socially I, drink, but like at home, we have all this wine. <laughs> and I love the wine. But yeah. like, if my wife goes, I didn't have a tough day, but I just feel like drinking a glass of wine. Do you want like even a little bit? I'm like, mm, yes. no. Oh. No, so no. <laughs> now, if, like, if you or other people were here, I'd be like... Even if you don't drink anything, I'm like, yeah, sure, it's a social thing. Yeah. I'll have it's a very weird. So no, is it that? At no, any? because I I don't know. I I it's I guess it's overwhelming. Even if I love everybody there, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh god. I I mean, I need to talk to everybody. What if I, you know, I'd like I run all these social scenarios in my head, and nothing, and none of them are happening, but somehow they are. To me, I don't know, but yeah, I know. If if I drink, I say all the stuff I don't want to. But <laughs> fair enough. Fair but enough. I laugh afterwards and just. Oh no! Oh no! I do. It's it's a uh, so. Um, okay. Well, so speaking of wine, the ladies in the movie drink some wine. They do. In a very nice little moment. They do. And because we should probably actually talk about late night. Um, oh, what? What's that? The movie late night. Oh. Yes, we, we, that yeah, that movie. The movie we're here to actually talk about. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here with that! Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place!